So maybe you saw this yesterday. Uh, there's a piece on the Huffington Post. If you're, if you're in the unfortunate habit of reading the Huffington Post, you may have seen an article from Noah Mickelson. And uh, what he's saying is that we all have to stop eating at Chick-fil-A because it is pure bigotry to eat at Chick-fil-A. Okay, now here's the thing about that. Um, sorry, I'm just finishing my lunch. The waffle fries are very good. They're not the best fast food fry, however. That honor, of course, goes to, well, we all know, it goes to what? Arby's, right? Now, I had to get lunch. So, in fact, the Chick-fil-A that I go to, the line is always, there's always about 57 cars in the line, but it's, it's, it's well worth it. And that's pretty much every Chick-fil-A you go to. It seems to me, it's the one fast food restaurant where, I mean, like you go to a Burger King, I've never seen more than two cars in line at a Burger King. I've never seen that. But at Chick-fil-A, we were, we were driving through Pennsylvania the other day. We, we, uh, we stopped off at a Chick-fil-A and the line was so long. The, the line itself started in Connecticut. That's how long the line was. Um, literally. Now, I think maybe there's 10 cars in line, but it was, it was a big line is the point. Anyway, um, so, but what I'm doing right now is, is, is very bad. I'm not supposed to be doing this. I want to read a little bit from this article. He says, uh, Noah Mickelson says, if you really love LGBTQ people, then you are not allowed to eat at Chick-fil-A. Uh, he says, when Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey was called out earlier this week for tweeting about eating at Chick-fil-A during Pride Month, I don't know if you heard about that, but the CEO of Twitter ate at Chick-fil-A, which was crime number one. But crime number two, it was during Pride Month of all times to eat at Chick-fil-A. How dare he? But he did issue an apology. He issued, the t- <laughs> he issued a formal apology for having eaten at Chick-fil-A. Uh, that's, that's where we're at right now in our culture. Anyway, so Mickelson goes on. I was shocked to see how many queer people and their allies not only didn't care, but went out of their way to defend the fast food chain. Excuses I've heard for continuing to eat at Chick-fil-A range from a nonchalant dismissal to an all-or-nothing paradigm to a simple admittance that the siren song of the company's kitchens has proven impossible to ignore. The siren song of... uh, Chick-fil-A. I do. It is a very enchanting song, I have to say. To all of these flimsy justifications, I say bull S. Well, he didn't say S. He said the whole word. If you care about queer people or you yourself are queer, you have absolutely no business eating at Chick-fil-A ever. It's really that straightforward. If you're arguing that there are other, arguably bigger fish, or in this case, chicken to fry, You may not be wrong. However, I think you're underestimating my, and probably your, ability to be angry about and take action against more than one target at once. That's really healthy, isn't it? When your goal is to be angry at at, at more than one thing at the same time. You're, You're underestimating your ability to be angry at a lot of things all at once. Just because Chick fil A may not be as bad, in your view, as the Trump administration, that doesn't mean we shouldn't challenge Chick-fil-A on its anti-queer stance while continuing to call out and work against other offensive and or dangerous entities. (laughs) Chick-fil-A is a dangerous entity. You're looking right now into the, this is the, you're looking at danger right here. Now, on Twitter, the Huffington Post shared this article and I could just read the whole thing because it's pretty hilarious, honestly, but I, I won't do that. The Huffington Post shared the article and added a similar rallying cry. It said, 
It's time to choose where your loyalty lies, with the queer community or with your stomach. Now, this is a very bold move, to stack yourself up against a, a chicken sandwich and ask people to choose between the two. I would never do that, okay? I wouldn't even do that, like, with my wife. Okay, I, I would never say, hey, listen, honey, it's me or this. What's it going to be? I wouldn't do that. I'd be way too terrified about what the answer might be. So, th But this is what um, the left is now doing with the gay community. They're saying, hey, you can either have the gay community or you can have Chick-fil-A. What's it going to be? And considering the, the gay left has been, frankly, so vicious towards Christian conservatives, it's, you know, <laughs> again, I, I, I don't know if that's a competition you want to have. But this is the stance that the, uh, that the left has taken. It refuses to coexist alongside this chicken restaurant. And it will attempt to punish not only the company, but anyone who even associates with the company, it will try to punish. Um, and it, it, these efforts have not gone away. You know, we, we've got this stuff that happened this week. You've got uh, college campuses. You always hear about uh, anytime a Chick-fil-A opens on a college campus, you have students that rally together and protest. I mean, I don't know why. It's not like uh, uh, many college campuses, at least the ones I've been to, there, there's often, oftentimes there are not very, very many good food options. And you're, you're rallying against the best food option. What's wrong with you? Uh, cutting off your nose to spite your face or to spite your stomach in this case. So you hear about that. There was that really bizarre article in the, in the New Yorker a few months ago where they talked about the creepy insurgency of Chick-fil-A into New York City. Um, so it's clear that the left has not forgotten about Dan Cathy, who's the CEO of Chick-fil-A, has not forgotten about his sin of publicly supporting biblical marriage six years ago. They have not forgotten about that. They will never forget about that. They have chosen the hill they're going to die on, and it is a hill covered in chicken sandwiches and waffle fries, and chicken nuggets. And there's also milkshakes on the hill, especially the, uh, the have you had the cookies and cream milkshake at Chick-fil-A? Very good. It's an above average milkshake. And I mean, comparing it to even restaurants that specialize in milkshakes and ice cream. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, Chick-fil-A. Now, I think there are, there are two things um, that we conservatives and Christians can learn from this. From this whole, you know, what's been happening with Chick-fil-A and the left's war on Chick-fil-A. There's two things we can learn from it. One I wrote about yesterday, and, um, and that is an important lesson that I've talked about before, but it's worth emphasizing. Never apologize for your beliefs. If your beliefs are right and true, never apologize for them. Dan Cathy has never apologized um, for his, uh, for, for his stance on traditional marriage, so-called traditional marriage, so-called biblical marriage, when really it's just marriage, right? But he's never apologized for that. Six years later, they're still coming after him. He still has not apologized. Now, the left could try to claim some sort of victory based on the fact that uh, Dan Cathy's charitable organization doesn't donate to certain, quote, anti-gay groups anymore. And Dan Cathy's also, a couple of years after all this went down, he came out and said that he regrets inadvertently getting his company involved in a political dispute 
he obviously is someone that doesn't he doesn't necessarily relish the attention. And I think it's pretty clear that he feels bad that his employees got mixed up into this and he didn't like that. So the main thing he all he wants to do with Chick-fil-A is just sell chicken. Um on a personal level, he promotes Christian values and and uh traditional marriage and so forth. But as far as Chick-fil-A's Chick primary mission is just to sell good chicken, right? And that's and that's the point that he tried to make. But he never apologized for his beliefs. He explicitly was not apologizing for believing in biblical marriage. And when given the opportunity, he reasserted that belief. So they have not won. They came after him. This all began in 2012 when Dan Cathy was asked in an interview about his opinion about traditional, traditional marriage. He says that he is, a, is an advocate for it. And that's what all this started. He has not backed down from that even an inch. And so there's a great lesson there. That you've got this guy in this company, you know, this guy who runs a company, he, he comes out for traditional marriage. The, the hounds of hell are, are, are uh, unleashed to go after him. He sticks by his guns. And what's happened in the preceding six years? Well, only unprecedented growth and enormous profitability for Chick-fil-A. Now, Chick-fil-A is even more popular than it was before all this began. So stick to your guns. Now, of course, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, as Christians, we aren't guaranteed to make out so well when we voice our beliefs and stick to them. I mean, Jesus tells us that you're going to suffer, you're going to be persecuted. So that clearly can happen and does happen and will happen. But not always. It is possible it is possible that you could stand up for your beliefs and, and emerge from it relatively unscathed or even better off than you were before. That is possible. The left wants you to believe that it's not possible, that any time you stand for your beliefs, you're sacrificing. It's, it's, it's a dangerous thing to do. You're sacrificing your livelihood, your everything, everything you've worked for is going to go out the window. Now, it is possible that that result could follow, but not necessarily. Um, and the main thing, of course, is whether whatever happens to your company or whatever happens to you financially, you still have your soul at the end of it. And that's what's important. So that's a really important lesson. Don't apologize for your beliefs. But the second lesson is this. Gay marriage is the left's most sacred cow. And to oppose gay marriage is to commit, in their minds, the unforgivable sin. If Dan Cathy had come out in favor of strong borders, or gun rights, or entitlement reform, or uh, tax reform, or whatever else. The left probably would have complained. They would have been mad about it. But it would not have, they would not have spent the last half decade trying to ruin him for it. Many companies and businesses have come out and said, we support guns, we support this and that. You can, they'll be mad at you, but they'll move on. I think he, Dan Cathy could have even come out as pro-life, which I'm sure he is pro-life, and maybe he's even, I'm, he's probably said so somewhere. I don't know. But um, he could have even come out as pro-life and it would not have provoked the same level of backlash as does the gay, the gay marriage thing. Now, abortion is still the left's high sacrament. Abortion is still the ultimate high sacrament of liberalism. It's absolutely central to their doctrine of moral relativism. And so that's why it's so important. But I think you're going to endure more fury for de defending biblical marriage than for any other position, including on abortion. 
And this is why most Christians in America, even while they pretend to be fighters against the left, will not breathe a word of opposition to gay marriage. And they will not publicly defend um, the sexual morality of Scripture. They won't do it. And as more and more of these spineless Christians disavow these positions, the left becomes even more vicious and hostile against those who, you know, the remaining few who will stick by the, their, their beliefs. Because we've empowered the left by abandoning this position, we've just empowered them. Um, and now that there are so few pe people who will oppose the gay agenda, the left is just, when they encounter somebody like that, they're just shocked and offended and appalled. They're like, what? You can't, but this position is so unpopular. You can't still be saying this. Nobody else is saying it. Look around. Even your own people have stopped saying it. How are you still saying it? You can't say that. They're just indignant about it. They can't handle it. And so they become very bewildered and enraged. And they simply won't tolerate even a small minority of dissenters on this point. They demand an absolute universal consensus on this issue. That's what they demand. And we should not give it to them. Because the truth is still the truth. Sin is still sin. Marriage is still marriage. And if we're not going to defend those propositions, then we've already given up the whole game. Many conservatives today will say that, well, opposing gay marriage, defending traditional marriage, it's pointless, it doesn't matter, it's irrelevant, it's not an important issue. Well, if it's so irrelevant and if it's so unimportant, then why is the left trying so hard to eradicate this view? What is it so afraid of? If it's so unimportant, why can't they tolerate even just a few people who have no power anyway coming out against gay marriage? I think the resistance is a clear indication that this issue does matter. Of course it matters. It matters on two levels. First of all, marriage is the foundation of the family, and th thus it is the foundation of our civilization. You know, marriage has two essential purposes, two components, and that is it, it, it's procreative, it can create children, and the other is that it's a bond, a permanent monogamous bond between man and woman, and it bonds them together in love and devotion and sacrifice. If we categorically reject the essential purpose of marriage and reject its meaning, if we deny those things, then we have fatally weakened this building block upon which society rests. That's why it's so, people say, what's, why is the definition of marriage important? Because marriage is, is it's, it's the foundation of our, of our society. That's why it's so important. What do you mean, why is it important? And there's a second point too. Sexual immorality is a great scourge of modern times, and it has led a lot of people into dark and despairing places. Now, the left's message is a hedonistic one, and thus it is a message that leads people further into despair. And we have to have a counter vision. We have to be able to resist them on that front. And our counter vision is not simply that gays shouldn't have sex. It's one of sexual morality. It's one of properly ordering, you know, our sexuality and of having the proper purpose for sexuality, which is, again, to bond man and woman together and also to create. We can't, culturally speaking, 
We cannot give up on that. We sacrifice quite a bit if we give up on that. We have to be able to still defend that position. Because if we don't, then what's the point? If we give up on one of the building blocks of, civil, of human civilization, then everything comes coming to crumbling down and there's no point. The left's goal is to essentially dismantle and reshape Western civilization. And that's why this is so important to them. And it's why we must resist them and stick to the truth. Just like Chick-fil-A. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, everybody. Godspeed. Gear up for the great outdoors with Forlow, the brand that's revolutionizing outdoor apparel. Forlow's non-compromised, 100% American-made outdoor apparel protects your body from the elements so that your mind stays focused on the hunt, on the water, or on the trail. Your adventure starts with a solid foundation, which is why Forlow's base layer is designed to provide the comfort and insulation you need to keep going when the temperatures drop. Their uniquely breathable down layer ensures that you stay warm without overheating. And since proper protection goes beyond insulation, the final layer, a waterproof shield, completes the system. From UPF sunblocking material that shields you from harmful rays to polygene technology that masks your scent, Forlow's innovative designs and cutting-edge material ensures that you can focus on the adventure, not the elements. Their commitment to innovation and American craftsmanship will carry you beyond the known and into the unknown where the journey truly begins. Get the most out of your time in the outdoors and go to forlow.com and use code DAILYWIRE for 20% off your purchase. That's forlow.com, code DAILYWIRE.